Hi, this is Ann Angelo Webb, the Animal Intuitive. And this episode is going to be a little bit different, only in the sense that I'm going to be doing a meditation um, so that we can do some sort of joint energy work. This episode is dedicated to uh, the animals that have gone through so much through the situation in Ukraine. So I welcome everybody who's here in the chat tonight. Uh, let me know you're here. I always like to, to know who's who's here. Um, and if you want me to be speaking with your animal, I will be doing that after we go through this other other things um, and talking a little bit about what I'm what I'm going to be talking about. I'll explain. Um, <laughs> but we will have time for animal communication. I know I have somebody who's coming that does want me to talk to their dog, uh, who sent me a picture and a name. Um, but so far, that's it. So good evening, good night, Owl. Nice to see you. And Mel Mac, good to see you here tonight. Um, so yeah, I I wanted to do something you know a little bit um, different, which is that. I'm going to do a little lesson. Um, you know, oh, hi, Wendy. Nice to see you. Oh, you're in Toronto. Okay. Wendy is the person who I'm going to be talking to her dog tonight. Um, and I was, it was funny because I asked people just, you know, send me your, your animals information and, you know, we're not going to, we don't talk too much ahead of time, but she sent me her dog's name and uh, photograph. And I saw her name was D'Angelo, which is technically my name weird story my father's father for some reason hacked uh, the d off i think it was because in those days there was discrimination um i don't know for sure though but against italians so um yes so <laughs> so this episode is dedicated to those who have helped with animal rescue animal care and who have lost pets in ukraine during this very difficult time. Uh, we are. I'm going to talk briefly about doing guided animal communication and energy work, and then we're going to. I'm going to go through that with you, and we're going to do that together. If you're watching the replay, um, just know that there are timestamps. Once YouTube finishes finishes up like processing the video, I can add timestamps. Sometimes I get to it the next day. Sometimes it's not till two days later, but. Um, Okay, so just to start off with why why we're even why I'm even talking about this. So I, I don't know if everybody saw this. I did a community post on it, but and I know there's been some articles that came out in the past day or so too. Um, just one example of what's been going on in the U, in Ukraine, not the Ukraine. Um, I'm gonna share my screen here with you guys. Oh, your husband's Italian. Is he from Italy or is he um, like me? Second generation, third generation, something like that. Okay, I'm just bringing up the screen here. I'm trying to. Come on. You can do it. There we go. Okay. So, yeah, this is a really sad story. Oh, he's from Italy. Very cool. Um, okay. So, Ukrainian volunteers gunned down after delivering food to dog shelter. Um, so, 
initially I had heard that there was just this one person and then it's kind of come out that there was um, a carload of people. So, you know, with, with what's going on with Russia having invaded Ukraine, uh, you know, animals are going through it over there. There's animals who are, you know, I hate to get too into the, you know, a trigger warning, you know, there's some, some difficult things that are going on over there with animals. So, you know, depending on how sensitive you are to this news, you know, I just want to, I want to let you know that ahead of time. Um, these three Ukrainian volunteers were gunned down by Russian troops after they delivered, it was after they delivered dog food to starving animals. I thought it was on the way, but uh, Anastasia Yalinskaya, I'm probably not saying these names great. Um, she was only 26. She was together with um, two others, two males, um, Serhi Ustimenko. I tried to go through this beforehand. I'm probably not doing well with it. And Maxim Kuzmenko. So they were on the way to this dog shelter or they were, they were coming back from it. They were, gosh, there's a lot of ads popping up. I'm sorry. Um, they were trying to help. And, you know, this is her with her dog or a dog at some point, um, Anastasia. And she, you know, people are saying that, you know, she was just a loving, giving person who, it says here that, you know, the animals have been left for three days without anything to eat. Um, the city, I guess, was under heavy bombardment. So you're hearing reports about animals. You know, it's hard to get food there. Um, they're running out of food. Um, her ex-husband, I guess, uh, a strange husband, was quoted as saying, I asked her to be extra cautious. A mistake cost extremely much, but she was helping everyone around. I asked her to think of evacuation, but she did not listen. Um the car was riddled with bullets. So she loved animals. Um, she was just committed to help during this just horrible situation. And, you know, there's others, there's, there, you're just hearing about shelter workers that are staying to take care of the animals in the shelters. Um, you know, just selflessly, they don't want to leave these animals. And, um, you're hearing about animals, you know, things are happening like they're having heart attacks and things like that because of the, the noise that, you know, they're hearing from the bombing and the gunfire, things like that. They're having these, you know, incidents happen. And then, um, you've got stray animals with nobody to care for them too, um, who are running around the streets, I guess, probably freaking out, trying to, you know, get safe with nowhere to go. Um, there's worse stories. I'm not even going to get into all of them because it's, it's pretty horrendous. Um, and then you have just people who, tr who are leaving the country with their pets, carrying them, walking dogs, um, trying to cross borders. Um, there are great, there's a lot of countries that are accepting the animals. So that's good news. Um, they're waiving certain restrictions, I guess, that they used to have around like whatever vaccines or things like that to let the animals come in. Um, so that's good news. I'm going to have also a link in my description if you want to donate. There's a couple of organizations that are accepting donations. It's a little tricky because some of them, you know, they're, um, I'll, I'll put specific notes, but like there was one, uh, um, a GoFundMe or something that had a list that, I, I don't know, I kept clicking and clicking and I was finding like all these different shelters that were directly 
being able to accept funds. But then it seemed like they did reach a goal um, for one of them who was like the spokesperson of this, trying to earn the raise the money for all the shelters. But then she said that what happened was like the, the, the banking is shut down. So you couldn't donate directly to them. So she just said, stop donating right now. Or I think she said they're also accepting and they're going to apply the money to um, later on for something else. I don't know. But there, I'll put links for the, the main ones. Um, there's an organization I know in Europe that's taking in money, Humane Society. But some of it is, is general. Like if you definitely want it going to Ukraine, you have to look at what you're doing because sometimes it's going to like a general fund, which is great too. There's animals all over the world and in our country that need help for lots of reasons. So, but, you know, just if you want to be aware of what you're doing and you want a specific um, purpose to your donation. Sorry, cat hair. Um, there's a cat running around behind me. Um, so anyway, I will have some links for that. Okay. Oops. Things are flying all over the place on my screen. So, um, I just lost what I was going to show you guys. Hold on. Okay. So what can you do other than financial donations? Um, you know, my heart really went out to these animals and the people, um, and, you know, there's even animals in zoos that are, that are there and they're in distress. There's, I've heard of people like lie, lying down in the elephant stall next to the elephant. I, you know, I guess they have <laughs> that kind of relationship. They can safely do that. Um, so we have the ability to send positive energy. Um, I won't go so far as to say healing energy. And the reason is, is that can, you know, be a tricky thing. You don't want to necessarily uh, make the assumption that you're doing healing work, but you can send positive energy. Um, and there's been studies about this. And, you know, the more the better as far as trying to help to improve the energy, what the animals are feeling to help them calm themselves. Um, you know, on this show, I, I introduced some concepts that some of you may be very well familiar with. You may be trained in it, you know, but I do like to talk a little bit about the science behind some of these things because, um, you know, if I'm a professional in this field and I think it's important for people to hear that there are these modalities out there, I better be able to on some level, level back it up. And I can tell you for sure from experience that I, you know, I can give you reports and you can see testimonies on my website of people who have, I've done energy work with where you can see um, the effect of the work that's being done. And you can see that for other people out online, read, read testimonies too. But there have been some studies and, um, you know, I like to bring that in when I can, a little bit of research and science and it's partly my training. I'm an LCSW or, or master's in social work and a master's in criminal justice and forensic psychology. And so it bothers me when I, um, when I hear about something and it has no basis in, and it's not been studied at all. At the same time, I also want to say that I'm not so locked into, you know, the Western world's view of how things should be done. Um, because obviously there are many things that we take for granted now to be scientific proven 
um, evidence of these things, like the, the earth is round, um, that we're breathing in oxygen, you know, those things had to be discovered. At some point, people thought the earth was flat. I think there's some people who still do. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I've heard that. But um, not to laugh at them. I don't mean that. But not to be disrespectful. But I think there's enough evidence at this point. So I like to just take a moment to to look at some of the science. And I, I had a look at, um, I didn't want to overload you with this. I know this isn't necessarily why everyone comes here, so I'm not doing too, too much on it. But there's one article that kind of sums up, it was a 2015, and that was the most recent one I could find as far as research went. Um, there's been many studies actually on healing, um, distance healing, prayer, um, and the benefits and the effectiveness of it. And so I found the most recent one I could, and it kind of was one that wrapped everything up to the most recent time when there was, uh, they, they were going over all the studies to up until that point. And then sort of, um, it's called distant healing intention therapies, an overview of the scientific evidence. I will put the link in the description. So distance healing intention therapies. So this article provides a broad overview and, um, goes through the research, what's been found to be um, factual or is it provable? Um, okay, so I'm going to just do the highlights that I found. I hope they're still there. It looks like they're not, so that's kind of annoying. Um, <laughs> and this is a heavy-duty article, so I'm not sure I'm going to be able to pick through it and find it right here. So I'm just going to try to summarize it for you from memory. But fact check me, go back to the article because I could be definitely getting, I, my memory is not the best. So basically what I found was that, okay, he, they make a good point, just similar to what I'm saying that, that um, we don't have necessarily the final end game study. We've had some studies done that do seem to indicate that there is a change in individuals and in animal, um, in animals of different types, and that includes all different from, um, like even things you would only see, you know, under microscope, for instance. Um, they can see some kind of relationship between doing distance work or energy work or prayer that's kind of one of the studies there's they're separated out um some kind of change in improvement now some of the improvement is physical so that would be in individuals who have been ill or there's a wound or something like that and then there's also um like a calming effect um so more of i guess you would say like a um like a physical emotional um so let me go right to the conclusion so they do say despite the continuing popularity of distance healing as a, an alternative healing modality when it comes to assessing clinical efficacy high quality experiments have so far failed to show reliable effects 
the contradiction between persistent popularity and lack of clinical effectiveness may be due on the one hand to some healers in some contexts who do seem to produce um, remarkable outcomes. And on the other hand, by conventional, I forget what RCT honestly stands for, research something, um, protocols that may be incompatible with the nature of distance healing phenomena. So they're saying, well, maybe this the way that we traditionally do our scientific research doesn't quite a fit with, <laughs> with this kind of modality. Um, so, so tools must match the requirements of the subject. And if the right tools are not available, then new ones must be devised. So they need, they're saying they need to come up with a better way to maybe look at this. In other words, it is inadvisable to use a sledgehammer to study the surface structure of a soap bottle <laughs> bubble. Um, they're being funny in their study. So in contrast to the evidence for clinical efficacy of distance healing assessments of, oh, this was something with animal studies. I wish I, I wish my highlights had saved. When I restarted my computer, they I lost them. Um, the laboratory analogs of DHI or the studies are, that's what they're talking about, are clear probably because the latter are easier to operationalize and control and because DMLIS affects manifests as, I'm sorry, this is really in the weeds, as shifts in physiological measures rather than robust healing outcomes. So the, the, the studies indicate that DHI effects are on average small so far, but they do exist. So thus, in principle, some clinical applications may be efficacious um, that of the, the distance healing. Whether future clinical trials can be devised that more clearly reveal that efficacy remains to be seen. In some, the implications of distance healing intention, that's what the I is, distance healing intention is DHI, for basic science, epistemology, and ontology, and for pragmatic efforts to improve health and healing are vast, deep, and perennially intriguing. So they kind of get come to this conclusion where they're like, well, we see that we have some studies that are showing uh, that it's helping, but like overall, we can't say that it is. And we do feel that maybe even the study, the way they do these studies needs to be looked at and possibly tuned, fine-tuned for this type of um, situation. And Lynn, I agree with you. So Lynn is saying, um, I know, me too. There's you just for people helping your heart is just goes out to them. And good night, Owl. I agree with you. So I think regardless of whether distance healing has been scientifically proven or not, it can't hurt to try it. It can only help. And I, I agree with you. I I mean I can say that I've felt it myself. Um I've received prayer and distance healing, two different things. Like when we're um putting out our intention to help another um, from a distance, that's different than prayer. But because prayer is really, to me, it's it's saying to what I would call God. I don't. Some I'm not saying everyone does, but um, the divine or whatever you want to say, source, asking God, the source divine, for them to do the work for them. You know, you're giving you know the situation and asking for them to help. Um, so two different things, but. I've seen both work. I have felt both both work. So, um, 
Yeah. So that's why I wanted to, because I, I believe it can be helpful, I wanted to go through a lesson with you guys tonight um, to do a little bit of work, some energy work for those in Ukraine. Now, just my disclaimer, if you have any sort of, um, you know, issues where you think doing a guided meditation could negatively impact you or you're not sure, either emotional or physical um, issues that you might have, then please maybe, you know, check with your provider of whatever they are and, you know, medical or mental health and, you know, maybe come back and listen to this. It's unlikely that it would cause an issue, but I can't say that 100%. So um, better safe than sorry. So, okay. So I also just want to say this is mostly going to be towards the animals. And it's not that I'm putting the animals above the people. It's not even about that. But it this is an animal communication and energy work show. And on top of that, I will say, okay, I do feel that when I... I can say this from experience. When I've done work with humans, I really mostly work with animals, almost 100%. But as I mentioned, I was a therapist um, and I probably did a little you know, more back then of working directly with the human um, when I started out doing animal communication energy work. Um, you know, sometimes people would ask me to, to do some work with them. Um, and yeah exactly good night owl i want i want to highlight this point because also i have some other videos on here where i talk about this the government has spent lots of money over the years you know over decades researching they put it into practice in my remote viewing video you know, we talk about that that they did remote viewing in the government so um and then they fund there was a research project but um one of the people that in that video um, spoke about the project, one of the, the researchers said, you know, the problem is, is that I think we need to do more research. I think that's what this study shows, similar to this other article I just went through. Um, but it's hard to get funding for these types of studies. And part of that is because of the skeptics who are out there discouraging people from funding these studies. And then also the studies don't necessarily result in financial gain for those institutions that put money into studies. Okay, so <laughs> that being said, um, going back to what I was saying, so when we work with people, I think that you do, it, it's good to have maybe a little bit more experience when you're doing energy work with humans and to have more like supervision if you haven't if you don't have that experience you know having somebody maybe helping you along with that um because we are talking about personal energy that we're open to potentially sharing i'm going to talk about protecting yourself but when we work with animals they are just pure souls uh you know they hi Sinead. um they you, ju you just don't have the same concern when you're doing energy work, <clears throat> excuse me, for animals. As sometimes with people who are, it's not their fault or anything like that, but they're going through things and um, <laughs> you're, you're not wearing your tinfoil hat. Um, 
so we have to be careful because people's energy can be detrimental to us if we pick up negativity. So we're talking about helping in a war zone. There's definitely going to be a lot of distress, obviously. And the animals have that too, but we are going to go over protection. And I just, once again, advise, you know, if you have any concern or you feel like, you know, that could be problematic for you, then, then I would say just to sit back and listen. This is also a great, just relaxation meditation. Um, and it can be used for other situations. Obviously, like I said, there's other animals out there in the world that need help. Thank you so much. Yes. I always forget to tell people, you know, or lately I have been, I didn't want to do my fun little intro for this one. So I kind of missed saying it, but if you like, and subscribe and share, it does definitely help the show. There's now this little clip feature underneath the videos where you can, there's like a pair of scissors. You can see a little image. It's like right along where the like and everything is, I think, or right below that, but right along underneath. And you can actually clip sections of videos and share them to social media. It's a new feature. If people do that it would really help me out. I appreciate it so much. I have no words really, um, you know, so anyway, that being said, okay. Um, All right, so I'm gonna ask everybody to just know we're going into like a quiet space right now. As I mentioned, later on, we're gonna be doing some animal communication, but right now we're just gonna go through this. It's not a long meditation, but you might just find it relaxing. So taking in a deep breath. Um, I'm gonna come back to that question. Good night, Owl, hopefully. Um, and thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, for your questions and for sharing. I really appreciate it. I can't tell you. I really can't. Um, so taking in a deep breath, close your eyes and just notice yourself wherever you're sitting or lying down. And inhale through your nose to the count of two to four, and then out through the mouth, slowly about four to six seconds. And then again, inhaling through the nose and slowly out your mouth. And just begin to notice any tension in your body, you know, might want to move your head from your your right ear down to your right shoulder and your left ear down to your left shoulder and just roll your shoulder shoulders shake out your arms just notice anything kind of you're carrying from the day you can let this go for a little while at least and then there's a point underneath the lower lip the conception vessel connects to this point and the conception vessel runs all the way down the front of your body. It hits several of your chakras and it's a very, to me, grounding and relaxing point. So taking in a deep breath and exhaling as you do that. It's a wonderful acupressure point. Just if you're out, even like, 
doing whatever and you're feeling stressed, just pressing that point can really help to ground your energy. And begin to notice a white light that's pouring down from the divine, from God, from source, through the top of your head, the crown chakra, right down to the center of your head. It's just, it's filling your body. It begins to kind of float through you and spread out through your upper body, your shoulder, your shoulders, your arms, and down through the center of your body, through your torso, through the lower part of your body, through your legs. Just feel this beautiful, calming, relaxing light. And then notice that this light begins to have a point in the center where there's like a ball of energy forming of a beautiful white light so pure and positive and energizing and just feel the warmth from this light and then begin to notice that this light begins to move from your center and out and it begins to spread across the floor outside of wherever you are, home, wherever. And it travels up into, into the air, the atmosphere. And it's just reaching out, 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 spreading across wherever you live into your, in your state, in your region. But then it begins to just continue out. It goes out perhaps into the ocean depending how close you are to where we're talking about, Ukraine. And you feel the support of all the animals, all the animals in the trees, the birds flying, the animals in the ocean, the land animals, animals near you, animals in other countries, just feel their support around the idea that they can talk, that they have a voice, and that humans can understand their voice. We can explain things to them. They can explain how they feel, what they're thinking. The animals love this. Animals really appreciate this, trust me. And just go into your heart center and feel the love and compassion that you have for all the animals of the world especially those who may be suffering. Feel the calming effect of this light, how relaxing it is. Begin to realize that interspecies communication, which is animal communication, is very easy once you are in this grounded space especially for the animals. We don't have to do much. Animals are very receptive and even excited about receiving information from humans and having humans understand them. 
feel what they're feeling, know what they're, they're thinking. So if you have any doubts, just acknowledge them and just say thank you, whatever you're there for, but let it go. Allow it to just pass by and exit. And as you see this light spreading, it's now moving over the country, Ukraine, and it begins to descend this light and love and compassion and warmth. And it begins to spread out all across the land there, trees, the waters, the earth, the homes. Knowing that as we go into this, we have prepared ourselves with this light and love. This is the source energy. We're not really sharing our energy. We're just a vehicle for spreading this light and love and compassion. And just make sure that you, you, you tune in and notice that, that you are protected and even pull a white light over your body to kind of seal. But this white light isn't one that's completely impenetrable because you can still telepathically communicate with animals. And as you come into the country, we're going to be speaking in general to the animals there, unless you pick up one in particular that you want to talk to, or you envision one that you wanted to talk to in a zoo or something like that. It's okay to do this in this situation. We're not trying to extract information that we shouldn't have. Um, it's ethically okay just to be sending light and love and not trying to force communication. So as you, you know, send out this light and love, notice that in general, it's now able to permeate and go through into the animal's heart, into the animal's being, and just fill them with a calming, relaxing energy. And let them know, show them that there's humans all over the world that are thinking about them, that our focus is on them, and that we're trying to help them Show them the caretakers that they've either seen or, or have felt or haven't. Just show them humans trying to care for animals. Show them that image with light and love. They will understand. Then also, we're going to explain to them and help them to understand, because not all of them do, what's taking place. So you're going to show them a darker energy. We're not going to touch this energy. We're not going into this energy. It's just a visualization of a dark, darker color. And just say that this energy has come in to, to this land that you're on. And explain that there's people who are trying to take this place from them, from their humans. Um, and that the humans are trying to protect it. They're trying to protect the animals as well. And show them that there's some people leaving with animals. You can show them pictures of people, like videos of people walking out of the country with their pets and trying to get away from this energy. And then show them the people, you know, there's animals in shelters and zoos. Show them the ones who are in those spaces 
that there's people trying to get food to them and show them, all you have to do is show them these images with the compassion. That's what's most important is that they feel from your heart that compassion and love. And they can do that. You just imagine that you're, you're joining in with them in the understanding. You, you don't become one with them exactly, but you're, you're knowing that they're sensing what it is that you're trying to, to, to help them to feel. Just like if you were in the room with somebody and you can sense how they're feeling. So you're separate, but connected. And basically anything else that comes to your mind that would be a good way for you in your mind's eye and your the images you like to, you know, some people have different ways of doing things. Show them however feels easiest or best for you to show them animals being protected and that the humans are trying that sense of the effort being put in. And then also we need to be honest with them and let them know that although all this positivity is going on with people trying to care for them, that we don't know what's going to happen. There's a question. There's an energy when there's a question, right? You can kind of pull that up in you, that feeling of like a question mark, like, but we don't know. Or, you know, what's what's it like when you think about the situation where we're, we're wondering, you're, you're looking around, you're sort of assessing things. Give them that energy that we're trying to, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen. But in the meantime, we are trying to help them. And but this is one way that we can help them is just send them this light and love. And you may, depending on your beliefs while you're in this space, you may just want to say a prayer for protection for these animals and a prayer for healing. And, you know, prayers just that will help them to feel less anxious if they're upset and calm. And then we're going to acknowledge, you know, any information you do just get from them that, you know, we're not extracting information, but if you do receive some, something from them, just acknowledge it. If they do ask you a question, you can answer it to the best of your ability. It's just important. We don't want to show them anything scary, graphic, or upsetting. We're going to be returning back to our physical space soon. And the way we're going to do that is begin to, you know, we just, we thank the animals for communicating with us. Um, if you're doing this at home, you can spend more time. You know, if this is the replay, you can spend more time. Or if you're watching and you want to stay in the space, you could do that too. Um, but we are going to need at the end to pull back our energy. We're going to surround these animals with light and love. Just picture the a beautiful light and love energy surrounding all these animals, their homes, the land there, the sky. And we're coming back into our own bodies where we're, we're already in them, but we're coming back to where we're, we're feeling ourselves. 
sitting in our own physical space. We still have that beautiful light inside of us. That ball sort of comes back to the center. And we're going to just pull down a curtain over ourselves of light energy. And you can say something like, what belongs to them belongs to them. What belongs to me belongs to me. It's a good way to separate your energy. What's yours belongs to you. To you. What's mine belongs to me. It's another way to put it. And just notice yourself again where you're sitting in the space that you're in. Reconnect there. And always make sure to, I didn't say this initially, but make sure you're not driving or operating machinery when you're doing these things. And then slowly open your eyes and just look around at the space you're in. Notice things in the room around you with just a gentle, soft eye. So I'm just, how was that for people? Did you find that Well, just let me know what you thought. <laughs> By the way, I have other energy healing videos, energy um, work videos on my website. Uh, there's one, episode 68, to help compacts with animal communication, acupressure and energy work. And there's some other ones on there. I have a playlist of animal communication, energy work, acupressure and massage so there's a library on here there's like over 100 episodes now so something for everyone hopefully um i'm just curious did anybody feel like they received any information or had any interesting exchanges there when they were doing that exercise I don't know if this is new to people. Um, and I'm also gonna bring up the picture that Mendy sent me. Sometimes the computer is slow when you need it to not be. This is strange. Okay, here we go. Um, I'm also going to put a link in the chat for you, Heather, if you want to try to call in and ask your questions. I know you did send me those questions too, just in case we had any problems. Um, yes. Oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Lynn. It will definitely be up there. Um, I don't have any plans to take it down. So you picked up on the worry. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Did you feel like you were able to help with that? Like by sending that positive energy with some of that worry, were you able to 
feel like you were doing that. So, okay. All right, so the few things people are saying. I'm gonna make sure I get to these. Um, so Wendy, you felt confusion from a horse asking what was going on. I could feel the collective energy of all the animals in Ukraine, a clear present, a clear innocent presence. Yeah. And that's a good opportunity if you feel them saying like what's going on, you can send images. Um, you know, you can show, like I said, like that, that darker energy. Um, if you feel comfortable, you know, you can, again, as long as we're not, I don't want to get into overwhelming the animals or scaring them, but if you can sort of show them people who maybe are coming in, um, you know, maybe nothing too graphic, but, um, you know, showing them people that are, are coming in and, and maybe, um, you could show them lights going off, like the bombs that are going off, um, not wanting to overwhelm them with energy is key uh, in animal communication. So maybe try not to completely throw in like all the, the fear and, you know, <laughs> horribleness of bombs and things like that. But you can show them that image, maybe give them a sense that it's not good, um, that it destroys things. Like you could show a building falling down, for instance, smoke coming out of it. Um, Okay, so you, Shane, you saw a German Shepherd dog at a shelter of some kind. Oh, you know, me and the German Shepherds, I just love them. I have one. They're so sensitive. They're like big babies. They're <laughs> humongous babies. Um, so, good night, Owl. I felt as though I was away longer than a few minutes. In the middle of our session, one of my girls jumped up on my lap and began to rub vigorously all over me. I think she was trying to participate. You know, that's a really great point that animals will, when we go into that space, that like grounded, good, positive energy, energetic space, um, animals love it and they will join in to take part in it. And sometimes they'll even um, help. So that's very cool that you had that experience. Thank you for sharing that. And then you try to admit calmness. Great, Lynn. Perfect. Yeah. Surround us all surrounding love and light. Um, so yeah, you're saying like to Lynn, yeah, same, same here, Lynn. I couldn't locate a specific animal. Just got it. That's good. Cause I think, you know, honestly for this exercise, you, you do want to reach as many as you can, you know, um, but you got a sense of hopelessness. I need to do this again later tonight when all is quiet. Yeah. Yeah, it will definitely be up and um, available unless something horrible happens to, you know, I've had a few times where I've had to put a video link to private or something, take it offline temporarily because there was some real problem when I looked at it afterward. But I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen tonight. Um. Okay, so I am going to, well, I'm glad that it, it sounds like people benefited or felt and felt like they were, you know, 
keyed in and and doing this so i'm really i really want to thank you for doing this with me because i think that the more that we do this the more we can help and help the earth and as i mentioned you can use this for other situations too um it doesn't have to be just for this particular situation okay so i'm going to can all look at you begin to connect in so we wanted to know if Hamlet, hi there, um, Hamlet is 12 and a half and you wanted to know if he is feeling, just how he's feeling about his life, is he feeling any fear or anxiety, is he seeing spirit, what can I do to further develop my communication with him? You feel he's trying to reach out, okay, and communicate with you, okay. So I just went through all the questions, but just prompt me if I've forget as I'm going along because I, I closed out that screen um, as to what your questions sure. are. But I will start off with um, just sort of initial feel when I'm getting. Just put you up here so you can be seen. Oops. He's a little bit confused about this. <laughs> He's a little bit of like, what in the world are you doing? <laughs> He's so cute. Oh. Um, and don't feel like you have that. You might be uncomfortable standing the whole time. If you need to sit, don't worry. If you have to. Okay. Um. Oh. Really getting how, like. There we go bothered he is that he went from resting to this he's like why did you do this <laughs> so let me just explain to him that you asked me to talk with him and you can let him know too that it's okay to, to talk with me and who's family in canada so i don't know maybe i don't know So something about his um, eyes makes it so that sometimes he doesn't know what is happening. Um, he also says sometimes, like, I see him going like this, like, trying to figure out what is going on. And there's something hearing-wise, too. Like, his hearing maybe has gone down a little bit. Um, and he, he says that that's the anxiety would be like, and he says he does feel things through the floor. He's showing, he, I'm getting that like vibration through the floor feeling. Um, and that's partly how he, how, how he likes makes his way in the world right now. He picks things up. Um, so there is some anxiety. I feel like part of that is just reassuring him and that may be the communication piece that you're picking up. I feel like he's trying to get reassurance from you because sometimes he feels that insecurity, like he doesn't quite understand what's that noise or this sound, you know, what that is. And so he's trying to get you to, to tell him. Um, 
I feel like really I keep getting really drawn to the the heart chakra and the heart center which is how animals communicate with us but I'm being like shown this is actually like very strong between the two of you and that all you need to do is just kind of acknowledge it that it or acknowledge it that if you go right into that space you know maybe you need to do a little grounding for a second but if you connect right into his heart he's picking up everything there's no doubt um he said something that's coming up and I tell everybody I don't always know what I'm getting and I just say it and sometimes it doesn't make any sense to me but I blurt it out because it will maybe make sense to you now or in the future but what I'm getting I hear this like when are we moving oh um something about move like he thinks you're moving or he's sensing some kind of a shift or change but it feels like a physical thing like actually changing location or it could be vacation it could just be a sense yeah i just came back from vacation oh okay <laughs> okay Are, okay so i'm just going to reassure him that you're not doing that soon again because okay that would explain okay because there i feel like that was connected to the, the the wondering like there's a level of like a little bit of stress with that like what's going on there um okay so you're probably not leaving him to go on vacation anytime soon okay no. um okay so just letting him know that as a reassurance and you can do this too as we're sitting here just tune into his heart just let him know no we're staying put you know, there's that feeling of like being planted in a place, you know, um, how that feels. Just let him feel that from you. I think the key with him right now is reassurance. Um, He wanted to know, also, is he seeing spirit? That was the other thing. Um, keep saying, he says again, I was about to move on to that question and he says underfoot. So he's, when I brought up that question, is he seeing spirit? He started to look around on the ground um I feel like he's this goes back to what I was talking about with the sensing um things through the ground. So I don't know where that question came from that you know that you said he's seeing spirit, but I feel like that is more having to do with like whatever the fact that I'm being shown him looking at the ground and like he's like trying to get a handle is for me at the timing of me asking that question it's like saying no this goes back to the other thing with um it changes in his ability to like know exactly what's happening all the time and he's checking um or trying trying to understand 
Um, but let me know if you have more questions about that, like what if that makes sense or if you have other, if you need more information. Um, that makes, I just find um, a lot of times when I leave the house, he, um, he goes up the staircase. He does a lot of barking and he's just up at the staircase, like looking over the railing. Um, mm -hmm. Almost like he, I don't know, like he's seeing something or he's, um, maybe he's just in the protection mode, like. Um, and as you said, when it's you leave the house? Yes. Okay. So you're seeing it as you're like exiting or it's on like video? He like runs upstairs. Okay. All right. Let me just clarify then how that pertains because he and what he was showing me he was like looking down so that relates to what you're saying so i feel like he's trying to answer with that description um i'm getting no it isn't spirits it's like um trying to get a sense of security so it feels more to me as though like what you're saying that um that you were already kind of suspecting that maybe he's feeling a little bit like anxious or something when you're leaving um and that that's why he's doing that um does that make sense does that connect for you like do you feel yes, that resonating yes, that makes sense. okay because let sense. me know if not but um, okay. Is there, um, okay. So let me ask him what would help. Cause that's always kind of the key here. Does he feel like anything would help with, with this? Um, I don't know what this, okay. He's showing me a green plant. I'll, I'll go more, more into it if it doesn't stand out to you. He's showing me a green leafy plant. Um, did you use ever like um, anything to calm him that was like of a green, like a natural, either like, it could even be like, that could be symbolic, like, like um, using sage or anything in your home that potentially could have had a calming effect on him or like even it could be ingesting CBDs or something like that. Is there something that it's coming up that he feels could help him? He needs something to like ground him. Um, have you ever tried anything along those lines? Uh, no, no. I've used sage when I meditate sometimes, not okay. regularly, mm -hmm. but when I'm doing some clearing, I will do that. Um, I would, I would use that, um, on a regular basis just because there's something about Sage that is, it feels good to me for him. It feels like it's, it can be grounding. Like, you know, we think of it as like cleansing, but it's also grounding. Um, but you may want to look into also some kind of herbal thing or CBDs to help with, because I feel like he's just sometimes feels insecure and it would help to have something to kind of help him calm a little bit like especially if you're going to be leaving like 20 minutes before you leave you know of course check with your vet and see if there's any reason not to give it to him but um many times we can they're usually okay to give but you know always check with our vets but 
um, it feels like something could, he could use something to help him to feel a little bit more relaxed when you leave. Cause I feel like you, he loses his sense of almost like safety when you leave. Mm -hmm. Uh, the yeah. poor little guy. He's so sweet. He, um, there's something I'm just picking up about him. I want to get, cause it, I didn't fully get to it. Um, something there. He, I get, so I get like this, I get the word humble. And then I also, um, I'm getting this sense of him really wanting to please people like a people pleaser wanting to mm -hmm. make people happy and feel good about him. And, um, he's so sweet. And he loves to be comforted. Like he really is a guy that soaks that up. Um, okay. Anything else that I didn't touch on or that you need any explanation on or expansion? Uh, no, that's great. I'm just working on um, communicating with him on my own. So I'll find sometimes like he'll, he'll blink his eyes at me or he'll scratch to show me like the stove was left on the other day and he was making this weird noise. I'm like, what is he doing? And then I looked and he was telling me that I left wow. the stove on. So I thought that was just the most amazing thing I have ever seen. That's and very it was a cool. gas stove. It was the gas burner. And he had never yeah. done that before. And he was just scratching the carpet right by the stove to say to me, like, wow. get my attention to that area for the smell. I just thought that was the most That's amazing awesome. thing I've ever seen. It's yeah, funny. So, I mentioned something like yeah, that with that a cat had done with me on my last episode about animals, like miracles, things animals do that, you know, blessings that they give us. But um, yeah, he, <laughs> um, I, I really encourage you to keep, keep at it because he's very open to it. He's, he's like really wanting to, to have that kind of dialogue and conversation and just connection. And I, you're doing it. I mean, I don't, question that at all i really feel that you're okay. just go into your heart though when you you know okay. make sure you that's a good tip for me thank you because that's really where they communicate from um and with your own pet too you can really feel yourself become one with them you know it's i was saying in the meditation before we you know we need to use some we, we may want to have some a little bit more of a boundary when we're not with an animal that's you know we're going into like a foreign situation where there's a lot going on but for sure, when you're communicating with him, you can really feel yourself just just feel what he's feeling. You know, his his arm is your arm. You know, his ear is your ear. You're, you know, you really experience the feeling of being one with him. Um, and you don't need to hold back at all. Um, and if you want, I have videos on here, too, that do some other lessons in that kind of expand on these things. But. And I teach classes too, if anyone's ever interested. I'm coming out with a class soon that's going to be downloadable. I, I've always traditionally taught one-to-one -one with people, but I'm making something available that people can do on their own pace. It's coming out soon. As usual with me, everything takes, I feel like, 10 years longer than, 10 times longer than I planned. <laughs> Life gets in the way. But um, yeah, I think you're doing a great job with him. I really pick up that you guys are so connected and he's... He's so open to it and 
eager. Um, he's wonderful. He's, and as I'm talking to you, for some reason, oh, bam, like in comes is, I was like, the word, the name Penelope and a female. Um, well, Penelope tends to be a female name, but it feels like an animal, like a small, kind of like him. Um, so that may be coming in like at some point for you, if you don't have an animal like that in your life, there may be another dog coming in. I don't, that's what oh, in the future you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Could I just ask this question quickly? Oh, I was sure, wondering, yeah. Would he welcome another dog in the house? I just thought. You didn't think no, so. For him. I didn't think so because he's kind of like a little bit of a baby and he <laughs> likes to kind of be like his name's Hamlet, you know, so he's like a little prince. Right. Yeah. Um, let me see how he feels if there's like an issue with that. Okay, I'm I you're right. I'm getting no. He mm -hmm. there there would be like a jealousy about that. He yeah, wouldn't like sure. that. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing, the Penelope could be something, you know, years from now, it could be a friend he meets or you meet um, that's important. Mm. But I always just say when things don't make sense, I nine times out of 10, I'll hear back in a year and somebody will say six months and they'll say, wow, you said something that made sense. It clicked or, you know, such and such happened. So there could be a Penelope coming in in some other way. Um, to your life but or just a female dog that he makes friends with or what have you but right. um i do get that he would be not pleased about another no. animal <laughs> I, either. I was just maybe hoping but i knew that <laughs> although you could work on that i mean that you know animal communication is great for you know opening up lines of communication so you could you could talk to him yeah. about how he would feel about that and then perhaps like opening up the the door to meeting the right one in the right way you know sometimes animals come in in strange ways that we don't expect mm -hmm. and it can make it easier for the current animal because of maybe they knew each other already like they'd already made friends by that point so you know it doesn't mean absolutely not it could be something okay. that materializes you know but yeah he's he's definitely like he likes being the one, <laughs> the one absolutely number yeah. one all right thank you very much Anne. oh thank you so much thank you for sharing and, and have a wonderful night thank you you too okay um i'm gonna take a look in the comments and see if there's oh good night owl had a comment for Somebody CBD oils for mild arthritis has worked wonders and helps with anxiety too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it could be essential oils, like you're saying, Lynn. Um, it just feels like something is, he could use something. Um, I like a particular brand of CBDs. If anybody ever wants to check that out, it's in my description. And disclaimer, I do get a little kickback from from that, but I I don't put it there. Um, 
after, you know, I did a lot of research on the CBDs that I was going to support on, on my website and, uh, this particular brand I really like it's in the description or if you want to contact me with questions, let me know. But, um, it's one of the ones that's really been, they've been very careful about where they plant and not having GMOs or it's organic, all that kind of stuff and really well researched. So, um, so did anybody else have any questions, uh, for their animals? I don't see any. I know he did look like a baby, right? He's so cute, Hamlet. He doesn't want to be away from mom, right? I know he looks, he's so content in her arms. Um, you guys are the best. I love you. And I don't, but I don't see any other questions or um, anybody needs me to talk to their pet. So I'm thinking we're probably going to be ending for the night, but I really appreciate you being here. And right now, just to let you know, next week I have, um, yeah, no, say no to GMOs. Exactly. Um, I have a guest coming. As I said, everything I ever plan, I never like, <laughs> God willing, I have a special guest coming next week that I think you all will really enjoy because they have a lot of really good information for those of us who um, love animals and want the best for them. So I will keep you posted on that and, you know, hopefully that will work out and they'll be here next week. So thank you all. And thank you so much for joining in on that meditation. I really think it was wonderful. So have a wonderful evening and God bless. Love a nice massage and a belly rub. Nothing makes me feel more relaxed. I like my ears rub. I like my paws rub. I like my back rub. I like my tail rub. I like to relax while I have a massage. It's Rub my belly, rub my belly, rub my belly, my belly, my belly. Rub my belly, rub my belly, rub my belly, my belly, my belly. I like my ears rub, I like my paws rub, I like my back rub, I like my tail to relax a massage and some snacks it's my favorite thing to do but if you really want to know what I like listen close rub my belly 